0: Meteorologist Malcolm Byron. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is Alan LNK today with Jack and friends on the voice of Lincoln,
1: 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome in and happy Thursday, June 22nd, here in the capital city. I'm Caleb Henry, Doug Fitzgerald, in for the vacationing Jack Mitchell, who was texting me on his entire flight out to <laughs> Chicago, posting pictures of his beer on his international flight. <laughs> He'll be back in a couple of weeks. Doug, thanks for waking up hey, again this
2: morning. And you gave me a little uh, quick taste of uh, Ticket Thursday today, which yep. woke me up, thank goodness, because I was, I've been up since Three. So I needed that. Yeah, me too. Just get a little pump.
1: Do you see so. this this liter of yeah. Code Red I have <laughs> yeah, over here? I don't, I don't drink coffee, but <laughs> man, that Code Red and that caffeine will get me going. Yeah, Ticket Thursday today. We got a whole lot for you, and you know what it means when Jack mental has gone. That means we're going to play one of my games. And my games typically mean we're going to use some unnecessary censorship <laughs> and some stuff. We call the game Fill in the Blank. We'll get to that in just about an hour. We'll be playing for some Burt Kreischer Pair of tickets to his tour coming to PBA on June 25th. He is one of, if not my favorite comedian right now. Really? Matt Reif might be pretty good with what I see on TikTok with him. And I know he's he's got a sold-out tour all over the place. But Burt Kreischer is so funny. Just had a movie come out. He's got a special on Netflix. He does, he's got a podcast uh, called... Uh, Two bears, one cave, or something like that. It's hilarious. So we've got those tickets. And as a matter of fact, if we get multiple winners, we've got Swift Dog tickets as well. Nice. Which, if you guys hadn't heard about that, that's the Lincoln Salt Dogs changing their name to the Swift Dogs. Our promotions director, Maria, has put together a phenomenal uh, promotion partnering with the Lincoln Salt Dogs. Get people out to a Taylor Swift-themed ball game with the Lincoln Salt Dogs, and people out there will have chances to win Taylor Swift tickets to her Eras tour in Kansas City. So your chance to, to be at the ballpark with a chance to win Taylor Swift tickets, uh, possibly coming up in the ticket Thursday, about an hour from now. We'll also have Morning Drive at 735, Grow Lincoln Team, in and Greg Sharp as well later today. But we've also got, right now, out of our newsroom, Mark Vale. How's it going this morning?
3: Oh, it's just finer than frogs' hair.
1: Oh, isn't it always? Just <laughs> s-
3: especially when it's split down the middle and sandpaper to an even finer fit. <laughs> uh, all like right. one of those colloquialisms or whatever you call it. <laughs> that's stupid
1: things. That's like, all right, we—I like, good with it initially, and then we just got detailed.
3: Yeah. Um. Hey, I gotta gotta tell you one thing. Yeah. I, I don't very often. You'll have to admit, I never. I very seldom bring up, you know, the national day calendar.
1: That's right, because what did what did you say? I looked at the sheet, and I don't even have the sheet up over here. And Doug can confirm that I don't have the yep. sheet up over here. No, nope. but there's, there's HVAC, one HVAC tech,
3: HVAC tech day, first full day of summer, and boy, I tell you, you got to appreciate. Can you imagine working on a, a hot roof on an AC on a day like we had yesterday Man. or or, the, or earlier this week? I mean, those that, those crews just are so so good.
1: Yeah, and it's. It's hot. Like there's no way around it. It is hot. There's t- the high today is going to get up around 90. We're dealing with the heat there is there was a I believe I saw correctly yesterday there was a postal worker in Texas yes, who di- who died out in the heat.
3: Dallas, I believe it
1: was. Yeah. So the, so there is heat. So yes, the that makes sense that National HVAC Tech Day <laughs> <So>. would <laughs> come in the uh, the first full day of summer.
3: I just thought that was kind of a neat one to to throw out there, and we appreciate them more than they know, especially in days like this. Yes, we do. Or yes. when it's 30 below and you don't have any furnace.
1: Yeah, just make sure I'm comfortable at all times. Yeah. That's all I ask. It's not a whole lot to ask.
3: Other than that, uh, you know, it's kind of a quiet day, although Chris Lofgren was out at that. Uh, we had a overturned semi eastbound yeah, over to 70. Was,
1: what was going on with all the roads yesterday? Well,
3: according to Chris, that particular accident, the, the semi, the tractor trailer was southbound on 70th, turning east onto O Street had a cargo of, uh, recyclables. Uh, and when making the corner, uh, the load shifted and bang over on its side, it went, wow. Uh, right there in front of uh, what Lincoln federal savings bank yep. and the Walgreens. Mm-hmm. So it was laying on the side, Chris sent back several pictures. i posted them this morning at KLIN.com. Pretty amazing. And that happened shortly after four fifteen, And then about us, about shortly after just before six, uh, there was another accident there. uh rear-ended another you know they were still in the process of working that semi they had to unload the semi before they could uh, bring it back up
1: right so, because all of that all of the material inside was now up against the side instead yeah, of
3: right so that uh, you know a busy street and a couple of well actually a busy intersection and when you block off lanes that that really has a tendency also uh, overnight well it was right around five o'clock lincoln police uh, in involved in a Pretty uh, aggressive foot chase uh, up on near 27th and Holdridge, uh, the Hong Kong market area. They were uh, checking out some people. They took off. They caught one, uh, still looking for one. Um, No injuries reported, but not a lot of details. I talked to uh, uh, duty command this morning, and they said they're still sorting that whole deal out, so we may have more at briefing, but uh, at least a little cooler for a foot chase. and It went on for several blocks, according to the scanner that I was listening to.
1: What happened with the motorcycle yesterday? Did you see that? I did not. So yesterday, let's see if I can I can find it. It had it in the scanner that there was, and I believe it was over by Pinnacle Bank Arena. Did you happen to see this I yesterday? I, didn't. I, I did hear something on that. Uh, so, something about... Uh, there. Uh, high speed. High speed, going over 80 miles per hour and hit a tree. Ooh. Uh, young man, I believe in his 20s, and I can't find it right now. But, during the day, yeah. During the day, and they had him, and they, they had him go to the hospital, and he was seemed like he was going to be fine, at least from the the scanner uh, stuff that I had seen yesterday.
3: Yeah, I I haven't uh, heard any of the details there. Again, that's probably a a uh, briefing story.
1: Man, that's that that was just one of the things where I was like, "What is happening on the on the roads for the first day of summer yesterday?" Yeah.
2: A little craziness. Huh? Then, then we talked about earlier, and this is a new story as well, the truck that got stolen that had the puppies in it. And I was telling you about that because it was yeah, on Facebook. Yeah,
1: you was telling me about that. We they were found, Officer Chad.
2: Yeah, with Officer Chad. They found the trailer, but the dogs are still gone. I think two pit bull butt puppies around six $7,000 worth of value. $6,500. $6,500. Uh, Tom Stanton. Yeah. Right. And then I saw John Bishop. Did you see his tweet? His way to oh, Omaha tra- yesterday, they were on stuck I-80. on I eighty. <laughs>
1: I made sure to not even ask him about the roads. I knew there was going to be something, and by not asking, we probably made it worse. I found the uh, I found the Lincoln uh, scanner tweet. It was Pinnacle Bank Arena or Pinnacle Arena Drive near Gate One. Motorcycle versus tree at an estimated one hundred miles an hour. The driver Ooh. was conscious and alert, walking around got him over to, uh, they alerted Brian West, and it was a 17-year-old male. Was wearing a helmet. Um, they just found abrasions on the body, and so that is, that's very, very fast to be going anywhere. And
3: Very, very lucky. Especially in town. To yeah, away. let
1: alone over he, in that area. I'm just
3: trying to think where their trees are on Pinnacle Arena Drive.
1: Are there just small planted trees?
3: That could be, there. nothing standing
1: out. Because there's no, like, big oak trees or no. anything no. out there. No.
3: I don't know. Probably it's not shown on Google Earth either.
1: Probably not. So. Uh, yeah, let's and I, I think that area, it's about a, it's either 25 mile an hour or 35 tops.
3: Right, yeah. Because there's so many people turning into parking garages. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Of course, it depends on uh, where on
2: uh, Pinnacle Arena Drive.
1: Yeah, maybe when you're on the
2: backside, right on the north side. Yeah,
1: it would have to be on the backside. It can't be anywhere where there's a where there's a stop sign about every block. That that'd be real tough to get up to that. Arena
3: Drive doesn't have any stop signs that I'm aware. Well,
1: yeah, all the way on the you go all the way through the arena. It's got the roundabouts that go past the um, Memorial Stadium and up to Salt Creek.
3: So, I don't think there's any stop signs until it gets, uh, actually, where... Not,
1: not unless you turn into the rail yard, right. essentially. Right. Or hit the tree. Yeah, or, or a tree. That is, or that, the M-Track station. Yeah. you could hit that. So, yeah. So, the, <laughs> all of that going on, and and anything else, Mark? <laughs> it seems like <laughs> a whole lot there between motorcycle, semi, another car, and a foot chase. Well, uh,
3: Lincoln Police did a uh, brief yesterday on the nationwide theft issues with Hyundai and Kia vehicles, and so... They uh, had some steering wheel locks that they were handing out, but you had to have proof of ownership, and there were only, uh, you know, that was that we we talked about that several yeah. months
2: ago. Yeah, I was but, here when we talked about that. Yeah,
3: and and I believe that was a, a so it's like a TikTok kids TikTok, uh, challenge challenge, uh, yeah, with uh, using a USB cord. They were able mm-hmm. to start those vehicles. So anyway, um, that's another thing, and and that uh, story is also posted up at
1: KLN. Yeah, uh, those look so so. How did? How does that steering wheel lock work? You you just...
3: Well, I think it, what I, the ones I've seen, you know, they fasten onto the steering wheel and then go over against the door. And
2: basically, you can't turn it because you got the bar sticking out. Okay. They, they used to have these back in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of a big thing back then. Well, I remember when I was in college, um, they used those a lot. But yeah, it's just basically a physical deterrent. Yep. It's a they, lot like some of those expanding
3: bike locks. I oh, think, okay. You know, yeah. that, that just... Oh, the the locks go on the inside of the steering wheel, and then you, you expand them and lock them, and there's, and there's a bar off to the side that keeps you from turning
1: it. Okay, and can folks still pick those up? Can, are they're still it, it, available? Uh,
3: it, they're offering a limited number of them free. They're they're uh, you know until they're gone.
1: Right. Okay. And, Of course, you can buy your own. Too. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'll I'll have something coming up in Sound Off about you talk about those vehicles. What was it? it was, you said Kia and Hyundai. Yes. Tesla vehicles getting hacked. Yeah,
3: really. Yeah. Yeah. There was a a hacker that uh, (laughs) put it in what they called Elon mode. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm curious. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So we'll we'll have I've got the sound from that in Sound Off as well. Um, On the sports side of things, College World Series. We know one team that's going to be in the championship game, and we've got a really good winner take all to go meet Florida in that final as Wake Forest and LSU. One game, winning yeah. you're in the final, losing you're going home. And
2: Wake Forest looked awesome the first few innings, and then LSU took over. So
1: yeah, so you've got that all going on up in Omaha. If if we can get John Bishop on the roads all <laughs> the way up there, you Doug, you went out and saw because today at three o'clock this afternoon you will get the opening of the sports book here at Lincoln. But for folks that haven't been out there, not not only don't expect a a full looking facility. Don't really expect anything to look close to a full-looking facility. So
2: the only experience I had with it was online on the website and with the app, and you have, you know, it looks like a full-blown casino, right? It looks really cool. Mm -hmm. And I was driving out there, and I, you know, it showed the sign, and I'm like, is this really it? It's like the size of a high school cafeteria, Full of uh, slot machines. Only two windows, though, for the sports betting.
1: What size of a high so, school cafeteria? Well, like, that's what like, I was Like, trying the Lincoln to, like high a Lincoln high school? school. Or like, like my size high school cafeteria Girl, <laughs> Well, up. you know,
2: mine growing up was actually our gymnasium, our cafeteria in Albion. So we oh, used the gymnasium yeah. for the cafeteria, uh, yeah, I which is kind of like, like about like, that same size. Okay, yeah. I
1: would have said like hours. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Like the,
2: so it was uh, very underwhelming. So I just just be aware of that. Um, but this already open. I mean, people are out there playing slot machines. Mm-hmm. And uh, yesterday on the Dan Parsons show, um, they talked about quite a bit about it uh, in regards to what's happening. I texted in a question in regards to the app because we were wondering, how does the app work? And so I found out that today what you'll be able to do is fund your account through your app, um, start making your bets uh, on your app, and then you can transfer that once you get there to the kiosk. Oh,
1: okay. So you can. So 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 it's probably like Apple Pay where you just. Yeah, you can fund it, yep. So you can do the deposits on your app without being at the
2: facility. That's what they said yesterday. Interesting. That
1: whole podcast with Lynn McNally and Lance Morgan. Lynn McNally from uh, CEO of Nebraska Horsemen's Association, and then Lance Morgan is the president and CEO of Ho-Chunk, that that whole podcast up at KLIN.com.
2: Yeah. So what, and what I didn't understand is that you know that casino is going to be built in several different different phases. So right now they're just finishing up. Once they get done there, I guess they're going out to Omaha. They're going to pour all their efforts there, and they're looking at maybe twenty, twenty four, twenty five, twenty six. By the time it gets done to to look like the rendering that you see on the website, that's a three right. D rendering.
3: That would include the big casino, the hotel, right.
2: Yep, and I think there's conference rooms and the tracks out there and all that. So I did peek over the side of the the, the fence mm-hmm. to look at the track, which is kind of yeah. cool. So I hadn't seen it before.
1: Man, that because that was one of the things, and I realize now that I, I can't tell you guys, hey, remember when I had that conversation with Jack Mitchell? Because neither of you guys were here at the time. But earlier this week when I was talking with Jack that we had the announcement that you were going to get the sports book, and he was... I would say more apprehensive than excited because he doesn't know how much he would take this in and I was telling him that my excitement would come from if the sports book area could look and feel like it's a sports bar. If you if you create that environment for it while you're able to if there's a game going on and there's there's a line that's moving or there's some in-game bets that you can make or you're just sitting there on a college football Saturday, an NFL Sunday, maybe there's different things going on. You got the NBA draft tonight. If you have yep. all of it up and running to where it looks like it's more of just a sports bar that you can bet at, then to me, that that's an environment that, that is more appealing to me.
2: Right they had but, a bar right they had a bar that's kind of kind of in the middle on one side of the facility the whole wall was you know all your you know, s- screens of games and horse races and all that stuff where you could sit right. and your cash out windows the windows where you actually do the bet is in a totally different room. It's really small. It's actually like this studio. It's not very big. Okay. And that's what they were talking about yesterday on Dan's show is, um, you know, it, it's probably going to be pretty busy out there. So just expect to take some time mm. to get your bets in. To, to in, And they said the learning curve, too, at the kiosk is going to take some time. So they're expecting people to be stuck at the kiosk for a while. Right. So if you're going to go out there and place your bets, just, you know, they're allot open. some extra time. And so. They're open 24-7. Are they? I believe they are I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, so with without it feeling like a sports bar for me, and I'm it, I'm yeah, somebody who would casually partake in this, it probably not gonna get me for
2: a while. Yeah, it's gonna be hard for a while. And they got complimentary drives to the to the to the to the, to the entrance.
1: Yeah, not a big parking little, lot, but. not a big
2: parking lot. But they offered me a ride <laughs> for about twenty yards away. So I said, "Hey, thanks, I appreciate that." that but that's got to like, get some exercise.
1: That's so. like if somebody got here at three thirty in the morning and offered to drive that's Mark right. Vale from his parking right.
3: spot. <laughs> Hop in, Mark. Well, I tell you, I could have used it this morning because <laughs> there was uh, some strange people out walking through the
1: area. There are strange people about that time. Yes. Yeah. So.
3: By the way, if you are wondering, um, tomorrow uh, is uh, there's four seconds sh- less sunlight tomorrow
1: than today. Four seconds less. Yep. Well, don't waste it today. No. Don't waste it today.
3: <laughs> oh, and, and correcting one thing that I looked up yesterday, uh, the NBA guy we were talking about, the seven-plus footer. I can't ever pronounce yeah. his name. Wembe-Nyama. Yeah, Wembenyama. Yeah. Uh, uh, ESPN listed him as 7'5". Seven 7'5". Seven
1: mm.
3: I said 7'3". That's what Wikipedia showed yesterday, but... He's grown two inches since then, I
1: guess. Hey, wouldn't that be nice? That draft tonight, we'll have sports and mention a little bit of that coming up just around the corner. Don't forget, sound off and Burt Kreischer tickets. On the line, ticket Thursday, that in about 40 minutes. 50 minutes, math is hard. It's Alan K. today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Breaking news, expert analysis, and the stories that matter most. All in one place. I totally acknowledge
4: seeing flames uh, is a scary situation. 1499.3
2: KLIN. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then, there are drinks from McDonald's.
5: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. I'm meteorologist Malcolm Byron.
0: A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln and conversation on how that news affects us here.
1: It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today. Don't forget, we'll have Burt Kreischer tickets coming up in a little over 30 minutes as we play Ticket Thursday. Also, some tickets to go out to the Swift Dogs game. That'll be on June 30th. Your chance while you're out there to win Taylor Swift tickets, the Eras Tour. Those going for thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. when she plays in Kansas City. And tomorrow request line Friday, no Jack Mitchell, but we're going to roll on anyway. We want your summer songs because it is now officially astrological summer as of yesterday in the 9 o'clock hour in the morning. So send those in 402-479-1400. That'll also be the number you'll want to keep on hand in about 30-40 minutes when we do get to Ticket Thursday. Now for the sound off, grabbed a whole bunch of clips, and of course we got to start out with the latest with that missing sub
6: experts are studying noises heard underwater to determine if they may be from ocean gates titan submersible lost during a deep dive to the titanic wreckage 900 miles east of cape cod
2: as a result rov operations were relocated in an attempt to explore the origin of the noises
6: captain jamie frederick the first coast guard district response coordinator
2: although the rov searches have yielded negative results they
7: continue
6: with just hours of oxygen left for the five passengers on board, rescuers say they're doing everything they can to find the vessel. U.S., Canadian, and French officials scanning the area by sight, radar, and underwater robots. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News.
1: Everything had had indicated the the oxygen that they had on the on the side of it where you're you have the optimism that there's not the loss of life yet is that today is the last day that they do have oxygen. So today is the day that whether it's them bobbing around up top, they they did uh, get the whatever lever lever that is or thing thingamajig, how it all works, that it bobs them back to the surface and they just haven't been found up there. But from it sounds like where there's the banging underneath the water, they're trying to figure out, one, exactly what that is, but two, where that is. Mm Mm-hmm. If they do not find them today, then there's just no oxygen well, they were saying and, and, and you know exactly what the scenario is then going forward. I
2: think the estimated time was like nine o'clock this morning, our time mm-hmm. as far as oxygen levels but so i I just started following this over the last day or so. Mm-hmm. What actually did they know what happened to it because obviously is all like electricity and their motoring and all that stuff just shut down, so they can 't. Because you would think there'd be some kind of warning pings that go out, or you know what I'm saying? The thing some is... Some kind of an emergency. They
1: don't know. All it is is they lost contact with them after they were supposed to resurface. Huh. An hour and a half or something like that, I believe it was. So,
2: And the sounds that they're hearing were detected from airplanes. Did you see that? Oh, really? Yeah, from aerials. Okay. Which is really interesting.
1: So, yeah. So, they're attempting to... One, it's the search and rescue that's going on right now, which could turn into just a recovery, recovery search. Yeah. But also, they're going to have to play everything back and go, what did go wrong besides the fact that this private company, from everything that I've I've seen and read, ignored a lot of safety warnings from a lot of really, really smart people and smart companies and government officials and just other people that wanted nothing to do with this but they were able to they were going to run a company and they were going to make money and people people signed waivers
2: yep
1: and at the end of the day that that's that's the legal part on there people signed waivers with this company but man you gotta gotta wonder just how well any of this was put together well
2: it's 2023 especially with safety issues and you would think that they would have all that stuff and lined up. I, If I was going down signing a waiver, I would want to make sure that uh, I was going to be safe every it aspect is, of the way. We,
1: we know more. Now, this is a part of the ocean that the Titanic is there. James Cameron has gone down there. All those different things. We know less about the Earth's oceans yeah. than we do our solar system true because we just you can't, can't get to the it. depths. Yep. you can't get down there you can't see anything well, you have two and, no and a half miles
2: down i mean if you think about it, two the pr- and a half miles, the
1: pressure down. that that puts on one the subs that go down there the vehicle you're in but then any bodies so there are think about it if you I, I saw a a graphic that you get so far down which is like maybe it's just over halfway down to where they were trying to get to the titanic if you were to shoot an air tank up here that air tank would hit air would rush out if you were to shoot that air tank and just have the same result where it pierces the air tank the pressure is so much water would rush in Mm. so that's the part that once you get to a certain depth if anything does did collapse within that sub it's an automatic implosion on the inside.
2: right that's what i was going to say at that level
1: so that that's all of that going there have you ever been out to a concert at the red rocks Out in Colorado? I've been there, but I haven't been to a concert. Okay, so you've at least been there. I've seen it. You haven't been there when there's been bad weather, right? No, no. Not an easy place to try to find shelter, and that was the case this week with a hailstorm.
3: Nearly 100 people were hurt when the weather turned violent during a concert at the Red Rocks Amphitheater outside Colorado Springs. The crowd was pelted with hailstones, some as big as golf balls, with few places to seek shelter.
8: In a matter of minutes, we had to run under the tree, and we just got welted and. Hit really hard and covered our heads.
3: Many reported welts. Others were left bruised and bloodied. Seven people had to be hospitalized. Jack Callahan, Fox
2: News.
1: That did, sounds like a not fun situation. Did you at see all.
2: clips on social media from I saw Colorado a of yeah. like lakes and houses and stuff where those stones were coming down? It mm-hmm. was unbelievable. Yeah. It was like bowling balls hitting the water. It was crazy.
1: I mean, we know what it's like when there's a little bit of hail and we're inside and what that sounds like, but to be in the open in oh, there yeah. in that amphitheater. And just trying to find anywhere to get out. And then because it is a storm, there's the water rushing back down those steps that would be helping you to get out.
2: Yep. Back in 19 it was around 1990. Um, I don't know if, if our listeners remember this. There was a Chicago Beach Boys concert at the racetrack in Eagle that my, that my wife, she was my girlfriend back then, uh, went to. And we had straight line winds come through that night just as Chicago got on stage, blew everything down. That was the first time in my life where, well, one of the only times in my life where I feared for my life because we all ran. We didn't know if, what was happening. If there was a tornado, we're all in shelter. And then, of course, you're parked in basically the cornfields. Yeah, it took us five five. five hours to get out because it was muddy. We had to push each other out. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, that was crazy. And and so when you have a situation like that, where you have a bunch of people together and there's a there's nasty storms going on. It's scary. I mean, it's especially when you're out in the open like that Mm -hmm. and you have hailstones coming down. I mean, that would have been that would have been totally worse.
1: Right. And I mean, it's one thing for that to happen locally here but think about the number of people that go to a concert that aren't from that colorado springs oh, area Oh, to
2: do yeah
1: like you, you probably a lot of people likely drove across state lines to get there you're in an unfamiliar mm-hmm. area when something like that happens uh, yesterday we played the clip out of arkansas where there was a a judge's ruling on on transgender-affirming care. Well, we got another ruling coming in from a federal judge, this one in Florida.
5: A Florida regulation which excludes gender-affirming care from Medicaid coverage was deemed unlawful and unconstitutional by a federal judge Wednesday. The ruling found the policy enacted last year by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was based more on politics than medicine. The same judge also partially blocked another Florida law that restricted so-called puberty blockers earlier this month. DeSantis has previously called supporters of transgender care, rogue elements of the medical establishment. Wednesday's ruling comes after a federal judge in Arkansas Tuesday struck down the nation's first law that barred youth access to gender-affirming care. Sean Lancel, Fox News.
1: Now, the the reason that those are something to keep an eye on here in Nebraska, like we said, is because of the the bill that was passed here this past session, which is going to be challenged in court. What do these other rulings mean for this? We'll, we'll have to see what a different judge does ultimately decide.
2: And with the abortion limits added to that bill. Yeah,
1: how much of the bill gets... Will it
2: take, yeah. Will if, it,
1: if it does go against the bill, if they, if they strike it down, how much of the bill do they strike yep. down? Just that portion, or is it the whole thing uh, all at once? A, l- a little bit along those same lines, and this has been going on for a long time, and you've seen a lot of folks get very, very active uh, vocally about it. The transgender athlete hearings that have been going on and and, what you've seen specifically collegiately. But there was a Senate hearing on that yesterday.
6: In a hearing on LGBTQ civil rights, senators heard from former collegiate swimmer turned activist Riley Gaines, who described her experience competing alongside trans athlete Leah Thomas. The NCAA forced me and my female swimmers to swim to share a locker room with Thomas a six foot four, 22-year-old male equipped with an exposing male genitalia. Gaines also refuted the claim of another hearing witness, human rights campaign president Kelly Robinson, that biological males don't always have a significant advantage over biological females. Robinson pointed to an article about some men claiming they could beat Serena Williams in tennis.
1: Now, locally on that, the executive director of the Nebraska Sports Council, Dave Milnerick, he actually tweeted out late last night a a clip of uh, of Riley Gaines, who who you heard there, emotional with her testimony. This is what uh, what Mr. Molnaric tweeted out last night for, for a, a local take on this. Quote, I'm interested and a little angry that this has to be debated. Why? Nothing against trans individuals, but until surgeries, therapies, and self-ID actually change DNA, sports rules have to recognize birth gender, right? Title IX advocates, where do you stand? So that's an that's, end uh, and quote on that, obviously. Uh, but that's... For a a viewpoint from here in the state of Nebraska and someone who obviously does deal with youth sports.
2: Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say about that. that. I agree with what he said. I don't understand it. I just don't understand it.
1: An FBI analyst sentence.
7: Kendrick Kingsbury of Garden City, Kansas was an intel analyst for the FBI with top secret clearance. Last fall, she pleaded guilty to illegally retaining documents related to national defense at her home. And on Wednesday, a judge sentenced her to nearly four years in prison. The FBI says Kingsbury had 386 documents. Some of those included intelligence sources on counterterrorism and defending against cyber threats. Other documents had information about al-Qaeda and emerging terrorist groups. Jill Nato, Fox News.
1: Got documents. I mean, we're we're hearing a lot about that. We're hearing a lot about that. When you that.
2: hear stories like that, it, we know so little about what's going on behind the scenes. We know so little about intelligence. So there is so much information out there, and it's just amazing. And how many people have access to that? I right. mean, there's a lot.
1: That was one of the things. I mean, we had a former colleague here uh, who hosted Drive Time Lincoln, Jack Riggins, and what he worked with in his previous life. The off-air conversations yeah. that that I'm sure you had them as yep. well that that we had with him were so valuable for just a background understanding on how so much of this works from national security and understanding where where all of the intelligence is at, how they're gathering, where they're picking stuff up, and obviously he was he was never going to share something that was that was classified that that he he knows he can't share and he's he's so good at that but he can talk around stuff so well to give me someone who has never been in that situation just an idea right of what that looks like
2: and then if you're privy to all that classified information and then you leave or you retire it's you still have it there, like right? Still in and your when brain. you go into civilian world, and yeah, for it not to slip out or you make a statement would be very difficult.
1: Hey, do you think the IRS is getting better?
2: <laughs> no comment.
1: Apparently it is, I guess.
3: <laughs> the IRS has reduced its backlog of tax returns by 80% and is doing a better job answering the phone compared to last year. As according to a report Congress released on Wednesday,
0: there is still a huge need to update the agency's information technology services, though. Through the climate, health care, and tax legislation signed into law by President Biden last year, the IRS received $80
3: billion for tax collection efforts. Agency leaders started using that money immediately
2: to add employees to their workforce. John Saucier, Fox News. They need to pass that on to the passport department because <laughs> yeah. my wife and I went to resubmit our passports uh, a, uh, April 19th. All Both of our applications were in the exact same envelope. My wife received hers in two weeks. I just got an email yesterday that they received mine.
1: But they were in the same?
2: They were in the same envelope. <laughs> okay. I'm waiting for my passport. But my wife can leave the country. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or not. I
1: was like, wait a minute, wait a second. Hey, do you know what a gastropod is? Nope. Apparently, they're invading Florida.
2: Florida
3: officials are establishing a quarantine and treatment area in portions of Broward County
2: after the discovery of giant African land snails in Miramar. The giant African snail is one of the most destructive snail species in the world and targets about 500 different types of plants. They also pose a health risk to humans as they carry the rat lungworm parasite, which can cause meningitis. Chemicals will
3: be employed in an attempt to eradicate the fist sized snails. Rich
1: Dennison, Fox News. Think about that the size of your fist or bigger. I'm seeing some pictures where it's bigger.
2: <laughs> rat lungworm? <laughs> That didn't sound very good either. That
1: doesn't sound good at all. Uh, We've talked a little bit about NBA draft tonight. Here's a, for those interested, a preview a little bit beyond that first pick. There's little suspense as to
2: who will be the first player selected this evening. The Spurs are a lock to take Victor Webinyama with the first pick. But there is drama around who the Hornets will select at number 2. Charlotte GM Mitch Kupchick says the team will likely use the pick on one of two players. Most observers assume those two players are Alabama forward Brandon Miller and G League Ignite guard Scoot Henderson, who both had private workouts in Charlotte this week. But back to Webanyama, Yama, the 19-year-old phenom who will be the story of the night. The seven-foot-five Frenchman who can shoot the ball like a guard is widely considered to be the best prospect the league has seen since LeBron
5: James was drafted two decades ago. I'm Eric Messer Smith fox news you no
1: know, no pressure for the young man no pressure at all we talked in the first segment about the things you can do for the kia and hyundai vehicles here locally to help prevent the 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 theft of those well apparently tesla figured out they're dealing with some hacking tesla has been conducting beta testing of driver assist
5: features in their cars but an anonymous hacker who found out other bugs inside Tesla's programming, now says there's something more hidden inside. The hacker goes by the handle GreenTheOnly and has a video of a Tesla driving completely
1: autonomously with who is presumably the hacker sitting in the driver's seat. The name of this feature in the Tesla software? Elon Mode, after the company chief, Elon Musk. No comment from the company yet. Evan Brown, Fox News. Everyone's susceptible to <laughs> hacking. Everyone's <laughs> susceptible. Hey, um, did you ever watch this show, let alone the the sequel the Sex in the City? I didn't. Is anybody watching this? Is this a thing?
0: <laughs> we are all blissfully unaware when our lives Are about to change.
5: And just like that, season two arrives on Max as the ladies in the series, now in their 50s, are still as fashion and drama forward as ever. Carrie Bradshaw, played by Sarah Jessica Parker, is finally starting to get over the loss of Mr. Big, who died at the beginning of the first season. While the other ladies deal with their own issues, Charlotte ventures out from her mommy world, and Miranda has a new very woke girlfriend who is also a stand-up comic. But this season features the return of two favorites, Kim Cattrall's Samantha and Carrie's old love, Aiden, played by John Corbett. Michelle Polino, Fox News.
2: Did you ever watch it? No. No, I I didn't either. either. I I don't
1: think we're the demo for this. No. (laughs) Um, Here's an absolutely wild story I saw a couple of days ago, and we got the clip today. In the world of collegiate bowling down in Texas.
8: Assistant coach Steve Lemke opted to resign rather than be fired after officials at Stephen F. Austin found out about the affair, which then led to the divorce from his wife, who is the bowling team's head coach. The student athlete has not been identified other than she was a member of the team. Steve Lemke says his wife learned of the relationship when she saw text messages from the student athlete. The school's athletic director said although the relationship was consensual Lemke and the student violated the university's relationship rules Lee Silicera Fox News
1: husband and wife coaching duo and he has an affair with one of their student athletes and then and then there is zero shame in this man zero shame he's here's here's a quote of his in in one of the the reports on it this quote is from that guy i knew it was kind of a no-no but there's not a rule saying it can't happen there's not a law saying i'm going to jail for doing something like this there's nothing in stone i guess it's just an ethics code like we frown upon it but there's no rule there's no law broken
2: Hmm. there's a lot more of that going on nowadays it seems
1: he he got the job because his wife was the head coach right (laughs) I I got aye, aye, nothing more on that. Hey, yay! Anyway, Capital Humane Society's Matt Bencharo going to be with us just around the corner here at six fifty-five on LNK today.
0: It's our weekly spotlight of pets for you to adopt from the Capital Humane
1: Society on LNK today. Six fifty-eight here in the morning in the capital city, and of course we got to talk with. The Capital Humane Society's Matt Macharo, Matt, it's, you guys keeping everybody cool over there as, as things are really heating up this summer?
9: Yeah, we're trying to, yeah. You know, with these hot days, you know, uh, keeping the pets uh, inside in the A.C. is always a good idea.
1: Well, if any folks would like to uh, like to get some of those pets into their A.C., who are we featuring this morning?
9: So first off, we have Charmander, and he's an approximately one-year-old Rottweiler mix, neutered male, and he's black and tan in color. He's got a long tail, and he weighs about 53 pounds, but came in as a lost dog, and unfortunately, nobody came looking for him, so he's looking for a new home, but nice young dog uh, looking for a home where he can get uh, lots of uh, daily activities, but he also likes to smile, so I don't know if you've ever seen a dog (laughs) smile, but he, he actually legitimately smiles, and it's pretty cute, so...
1: I love that. I love my dog smiles for any time I go to take a picture. So yeah. I, I I love it when the dogs will do that. Gorgeous looking dog, by the way. What else do we have?
9: And then we have Milo. So Milo's about two years old. He's a domestic medium hair. So he's a little bit longer haired, a uh, neutered male, solid gray and, in color and weighs about 10 pounds. Uh, he was surrendered to us. A uh, previous owner was moving into a long-term care facility, so they weren't going to be able to take care of him anymore. So they brought him to us and he's a pretty laid back cat. Uh, he's actually done really well in one of the colony rooms here at the shelter so he does well with other cats so uh, if you if you have cats he might be an option for you
1: Charmander and Milo if you're interested in those check out the Capital Humane Society Matt we'll talk again next week thanks so much for filling us in on these quality pets yep have a good one it is 7 o'clock we'll get to Ticket Thursday next on LNK Today with Jack and Friends Pulling up to Mickey D's just for
2: drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra
5: It's a quick check of your time-saver traffic.
0: Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln,
1: 1499.3
0: KLIN.
1: Burt Kreiser tickets can be yours coming to Pinnacle Bank Arena. Doug, you have the sheet over there. What is it? Is it June? 25th. June 25th to Pinnacle Bank Arena. We got a pair of tickets for you, digital tickets, so if you win, Doug will get your information, including your email. We'll send that over to you and you can go take in one of my favorite comedians. If we get that winner and we move on to more, we will start handing out some tickets to Swift Dogs as the folks that go out to that Lincoln Salt Dogs baseball game where they are changing to a Taylor Swift theme for the evening, you will have a chance while you're out there to win Taylor Swift June tickets. June 30th. June 30th on that one, a uh, chance to win Era's, ticket, uh, Era's tour tickets when Taylor is comp- er, performing down in Kansas City. So we're playing a game called Fill in the Blank. If you haven't heard the Jack Mitchell vacation version of my games, there will be a clip. And within that clip, there will be a word missing. Let's do an example right off the bat before we get to Matt, because this one played actually during the news to start the show. So here is what we would do. Fill in the blank. Mark Vale.
3: Lincoln, police got a call just after one yesterday morning saying a man and a woman were on doors near 14th and A Street.
1: So you hear the, the beep on there, where the censorship is, and you have to fill in what that blank is. The majority of them are one word. They might be two words. That one is banging. They were banging on doors. If you hear something other than that, that is on you. We have several clips we're going to go through, so we'll get to our first one this morning with Matt. Matt, welcome to a Ticket Thursday on K Today. Hey, thanks. Under, understand how the game is going to work here? I think so. All right, here is your clip from Coach Fred Hoyberg. We need you to find the one word that is bleeped out. Here it goes.
3: And, you know, we f- flipped off a crowd and,
9: you know, on the road this year. <laughs> that.
1: Looking for one word, Matt, and if you'd like, I can play it one more time for you. Would you please? I will. Here it goes.
3: And, you know, we f- flipped off a crowd and, you know, on the road this year. <laughs> that
1: what is the word that is missing behind there from coach fred hoiberg we oui. no call back try again we got some lines open 402 479 1400 just got to fill in that blank your chance to win burt Kreiser tickets or I guess if you want, we can give you the choice right off the bat. If you want some Swift Dogs tickets, as well to head out there, chance to win some Taylor Swift tickets out at the uh, out at the ballpark with the Lincoln Salt Dogs. Now it's not going to be the same clip every single time, guys. So while while we get a couple of phone calls taken here for uh, from Doug, I'm going to play another clip so we can just continue to see how we are playing that game. Here's another one from Coach Fred Hoiberg.
3: I'm not going to recognize Casey right now. We put him a- intensive program together for him
1: and we got james on the line right now james welcome to a ticket thursday Hey, you all right so here's your clip as a matter of fact i just played it so we'll play it again for you from coach fred hoiberg we're looking for one word in here that is missing
3: i'm not going to recognize casey right now we put an intensive program together for him
1: what is the word that is missing there for coach hoiberg's clip
0: is it incredibly
1: it is not incredibly call back james and we'll give you a another chance on another clip coming up here we've got matt back on the line matt welcome back to a ticket thursday
3: awesome thanks
1: all right so now i've got a clip here from new nebraska assistant football coach garrett mcguire here's this clip you know i'm i I would Big 12 Rays kind of just being from that area. So I watched them, watched Coach Pellini. And one more time, this clip from Coach McGuire. You know, I'm, I, I'm a Big 12 Rays kind of just being from that area. So I watched them, watched Coach Pellini. What is the word that is missing for Coach McGuire?
0: I watched, watched.
1: Watched is it comes after Watched is immediately after that word, so I'll give you a mulligan on that.
0: I, I.
1: <laughs> no, not not I, not I. Matt, go ahead, and call back. Well, we've got plenty more clips that we have here for all of you, and we've got Sean now joining us on a Ticket Thursday on Alan K today. Welcome in, Sean. Thank you. All right, here is your. Here is your clip, this one from Nebraska women's basketball coach Amy Williams.
6: Really, really tough loss. I'm I'm so disappointed for our team. I thought we had a couple kids that were really out there f***ing um, hard, like they knew kind of what was on the line.
1: Got an idea, or would you like to hear it one more time? One more time. Please. One more time. Coach Amy Williams.
6: Really, really tough loss. I'm I'm so disappointed for our team. I thought we had a couple kids that were really out there f***ing Um, hard like they knew kind of what was on the line.
1: What is the word that is missing from Coach Amy Williams' quote right there, Sean? Working. No! Not working. Working is not the the answer on that one. Give us a call 402-479-1400. We'll get you in line as we go through all these clips. And guess what? Eventually, I'm going to have to come back around to some of these clips if you if you know what one of those would have been initially. Matt back on the line with us. Matt, we're going to find a way to make you a winner this morning. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Here's a Kent Pavelka clip.
7: Hard inbounds and it's an intercepted
0: pass! And Sam Weiber got it! Sam Weiber 67, 64, Nebraska.
1: And one more time. This is two words, by the way. Two words here for Kent Pavelka. Okay. Hard inbounds, and
0: it's an intercepted pass, and Sam Wyberg got it. Sam Wyberg.
1: I'm gonna. 67, 64, Nebraska. I'm gonna what, Matt?
0: I'm gonna lose it.
1: Not quite. Not quite. He was losing it already, obviously, on that one. 402-479-1400. Bert Kreiser tickets on the line. Sean back on with us here. Sean, ready for another clip? Got it. Yes, sir. All right. Coach John Cook on this one.
3: A couple of our international trips, and we won national championships after those trips, so
1: these trips are worth it. One more time, Coach John Cook. A couple of our international trips, and we won national championships after those trips, so these trips are worth it. What is the word missing there from Nebraska's volleyball coach?
5: Definitely.
1: That is right. That is right, Coach John Cook. These trips are definitely worth it. Sean, you win the uh, – do you want the Burt Kreiser tickets? Yeah. Let's- <laughs> yeah, let's go with those. So line one – uh, Doug, we've got our winner on our Burt Chrysler tickets. Stick on that line real quick, Sean, and we'll go ahead and get your information for that. Congratulations on that one and go into a great comedian. Thank you, sir. All right. So there's one of our winners, and we can continue along right now. We've got Matt back on the air. Matt, I, we're going to find a way, man. We are going to find one of these clips that you know. Well, I'm excited. All right, here we go. As a matter of fact, let's go back to the very first clip that we played from Coach Coach Fred Hoiberg.
3: You know, we f- flipped off a crowd in you know on the road this year. <laughs> that.
1: And I'll play it just one more time. All of these clips, by the way, have been in my sports casts over the last couple of months.
3: And, you know, we f- flipped off a crowd in you know on the road this year. <laughs> that.
1: What is the one word we are looking for? we no we is not the answer on that one and as Doug Fitzgerald is working on getting our winner there for Sean we will uh, just go straight to answering the phone here K. today who do we got on the line hey Caleb it's James hey James let's go ahead and get you a clip real quick this one here from Kent Pavelka sign your name Fred Hoiberg Lancer, Adam Howard, Ernie
0: Ziegler, there's George
1: <laughs> And one more time, the Kent Pavelka clip.
0: Sign your name, Fred
1: Hoiberg, Nate Lancer, Adam Howard, Ernie Ziegler, there's George <laughs> What is the one word we are looking for before win?
5: Is it signature?
1: It is signature. It is signature Win. James, uh, you're going to get a a pair of tickets out to see the Lincoln Salt Dogs when they convert to their Taylor Swift-themed Swift Dogs on June 30th. Congratulations, James. Stick on the line. Doug's going to grab your information uh, to head on out there. Congratulations. All right, thanks. We'll go back to, because we got a few more tickets here, and we've got a few more minutes, and I've got a bazillion clips because I over-prepared for this. Uh, Matt, back on the line with us here. <laughs> Matt, I'll give you... you know, g- eight times the charm. <laughs> eight
0: times the charm.
1: I tell you what, I will let you choose who the clip is from. Do you want Amy Williams, Trev Alberts, or Rob Childress? And your phone number? <sighs> Let's go with Amy Williams. Let's go with Amy Williams.
6: Really, really tough loss. I'm I'm so disappointed for our team. I thought we had a couple of kids that were really out there fing um, hard like they knew kind of what was on the line.
1: One more time from Coach Amy Williams.
6: Really, really tough loss. I'm I'm so disappointed for our team. I thought we had a couple of kids that were really out there fing um, hard like they knew kind of what was on the line. It's not. It's not.
1: if you'd like to get in on unnecessary censorship on our fill in the blank and remember if you hear anything that cannot be said on the air that is on you all of these are perfectly safe words that we have censored out and a chance to win a pair of Swift Dogs tickets. 402-479-1400. We're going to play a a few of these clips here that that we still have, and you guys can play along on the text line with us.
7: Bounds and it's an
0: interceptor And Sam Weiberg got it! Sam Hoiberg under the... P- 67-64 Nebraska.
1: And here's a uh, another clip that we have. Here's a Trev Alberts one. With all those approvals, if we can get to 91,000, we think the record
2: for a women's sporting event in the United States is, is at risk.
1: We'll play another clip here as... As Doug gets our callers squared away.
2: If you're asking, will Nebraska be playing primetime games? I got my hand up every day
1: and twice on Saturday. All right, we got a caller in here. Lori, let's go ahead and play for you. Would you prefer Coach Hoiberg or a Ben McLaughlin, or yeah, a ben McLaughlin clip?
8: Lori um, I don't surprise
1: me all right we'll I'm go we'll go with uh with Ben McLaughlin for you looking for this one word I'm trying to remember a more
4: disheartening series of husker baseball in my 10 years and I'm having a hard time doing it yeah I mean it, this is this is uh this is a bad 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 weekend
1: all right Lori what's the one word we are looking there before he gets to weekend bad bad
5: bad, <laughs> bad, bad.
1: no game is not the word that we are looking for we got time here for one maybe two more so on that one line that we've got open 402 479 1400 we'll get to ted here on this one and maybe one more right after that ted please don't swear on the air we've got we will uh we'll get to this one here for you this one from Nebraska baseball new assistant coach as he returns, I guess, Rob Childress. You know, there's just a lot of other opportunities out there and, and you know, needed to vet those. One more time on that Rob Childress cut. You know, there's just a lot of other opportunities out there and, and you know, needed to vet those. What is the one word we are missing from Coach Childress? Is it failed? No, it is not failed. Time for one more. One more caller as Doug types this one in here. We'll take this this caller real quick for a chance to win some Swift Dogs tickets out there. By the way, number one Debbie on the text line has the Amy Williams cut correctly. So for Pat, since somebody out there does know what it is, Pat, we are going to play the Amy Williams cut for you. And you're looking for one word in this one. Fill in the blank.
6: Really, really tough loss. I'm, I'm so disappointed for our team. I thought we had a couple of kids that were really out there f***ing um, hard, like they knew kind of what was on the line. All right, Pat, what
1: is that one word we are looking for in the middle of the Amy Williams cut? Working. No. That would make sense, though. I would understand that one. But congratulations to the couple of winners that we did have. Everyone playing along. On the text line, Pine Lake Mike, yes, you got that one correct. We're looking for fighting. Had a lot of players that were fighting. That was for Amy Williams there on that clip. We'll play again probably next week.
5: This is one of my favorite games to put together. Sports just around the corner, 720. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. Lifelock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S. based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let Lifelock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on Lifelock Ultimate Plus at Lifelock.com/slash aware. Terms apply.
7: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
0: Oh, 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 O'Reilly! auto parts it's time to count them down the five things you'll be talking about today this is the morning drive presented by stonebridge insurance and wealth management on
1: 1499.3
0: klin
1: whole bunch to get to let's get it started number five
3: after passing a bill this year to prohibit certain health care for transgender youth some nebraska lawmakers may not have an appetite for a similar fight next year over school bathrooms and sporting teams. Those battles could shift from the state house to the schoolhouse. That, according to the Nebraska Examiner, they've got a complete report on it, saying uh, state Senators Merv Reeve of Ralston, Janet Hughes of Seward, Teresa Ibaugh of Summer, Sumner, that is, and Mike Jacobson of North Platter, among those who voted for the health care restrictions, but they told the Examiner their support for local control could provide a different avenue next year to address the sports and spaces
5: act.
1: Interesting, interesting. Cuz that that is Jack talks about this a lot on where you have the the traditional control from the state house versus more local control and where that typically divides itself between Democrats and Republicans and but that would be an interesting development going into the next session because of how much topics like this did divide this last this last legislative session how much that could go into expediting a number of other topics that didn't even they didn't even get to even though they still did pass a number of bills to leave some of these topics and, and change how they're addressing them that could overall be beneficial to the entire legislative session
2: yeah you know you talked about when we, we in the last hour we talked about the you know Transgender in female, you know, athletics. Mm -hmm. And you had talked about, during one of the breaks, which I hadn't thought about before, it's a potential maybe down the road seeing three different classifications for sports.
1: I have no idea. I I mean,
2: that's that's an idea I never thought about, which I think is probably a more fair process as you look at that, mm -hmm. because it's a complicated gray area right now Mm -hmm. with a lot of controversy. Right. I just thought it was intriguing.
1: What was... um what, what were they looking at with, with LB-575, or, or how was any of that set to lay out, or what, do you have any idea on any of that, Mark?
3: Well, 575 and uh, 574, yeah uh, they were kind of sister bills. Um, of course, both were introduced by Kathleen Kowth. Uh, as I understand it, it gets into uh, the Nebraska School Activities Association gender participation uh, policies and and whether and and how that's done and i believe it also uh, would address uh use of locker rooms and this type of thing um, it's it's complicated
2: yeah <laughs> and, yeah and
3: and as we saw in the 2023 legislative session uh there were there was very little give or take in in most of the discussions mm-hmm. and and so I'm I'm not quite sure how to even address your question. Right. I'm, I'm 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 like a little bit like Doug. Hadn't really thought about it that much and you know, if they want this to be more of local control on these, uh, maybe they can avoid some of the issues that they had in the session this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, perfect.
2: Discuss it and have a you know and, and come up with a good solution. You yeah, know, that's that's what it should be.
1: Well and, and we had the uh we had the clip or not the clip but the um, I read the tweet from Dave Milneric right. who works with the Nebraska Sports that's Council. That's what I was that's a lot of youth sports here in the state. and The NSAA is going to rule on, on how they're going to handle things, but if you have the school districts deciding among themselves, then there's that local control. I still have no idea. Like On so much of this legislation, I'll look at it, I'll hear a summary of it, and then I'm still a little bit confused about where where things are, what changes are actually made, and and how all of that affects everybody.
2: You think it's confusing now when you have local control making decisions like this, and other schools come in to participate, maybe in sports or whatever, mm-hmm. and they have different philosophies yeah. and rules and regulations. You don't want to talk about confusing? That'll really get confusing.
1: Yeah. So but, that, but, but
3: yeah, but one of the ahead. things in the story is Carney Public Schools, and that's from your part of the state. Well, you worked in Carney. Yep. Yeah. Um, their Board of Education passed a policy to require student-athletes to compete in sports according to their sex assigned at birth. Cal mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. said that left them out there on their own. 575, Cal said, would give structure to all schools and allow them to still account for local conditions. Okay, so okay. That that narrows it about as much. And of course, once you get into local situations, uh, that's where the parents are really uh, going to sound off on it mm-hmm. and, and maybe... You know, the solution the closer you get to the situation uh, maybe that is one op- uh, option for moving forward rather than having state mandates which we're seeing in several states uh, mm-hmm. they're they're being blocked by judges now
1: yeah you yep. and I, I will say it, at all levels whether it's whether it's this topic an issue or really anything else with schools and we have seen an uptick in in the involvement uh, especially with folks attending school board meetings. I will always 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 advocate for greater parent involvement Mm -hmm. in their education in just knowing what is going on because that's where you get distrust uh, from a lot of people for whether it's the teachers or the school board or administrators is because those parents have not been involved so then they all they have is what did you hear from your student well What did you do in school today? Nothing. Cool. That's how those conversations are, and that's about as informed as a lot of people have been about not knowing what the curriculum is, not knowing what is going on in the school. Parents being involved, one, you can make sure that things are generally happening the way you want them to happen for your child, but two, you are informed so you're not getting second-hand rumors about what is happening in that school. It makes everything better going forward. The
2: solution to a lot of issues that happen, not just here, but in our society in general, or it's relationships or co-working, or not, it's open communication, right? Open, honest communication. Mm-hmm. That's it. And but that's then, what you're saying. I think it's,
3: but also, like you said, are there are there other consequences or other solutions that we haven't even thought exactly, about? Exactly. You which, mentioned the one. I uh, listened to part of what Riley Gaines testified before, uh, yep. I believe it was a House committee, and, and Senate yesterday. Senate? Yeah, it was Senate uh, okay. yesterday. Uh, and, and she was saying that uh, when there was a, a transgender male in the female locker room with mm-hmm. them, she went up and asked an official about it, and they said uh, they had solved the problem by making it a unisex uh, locker rooms. So then the question becomes, if it's unisex, then it means any male can go in and use a female locker room and vice versa Mm -hmm. not just the transgender thing so so. then a
2: solution is three locker rooms male female unisex so yeah i'm just saying i mean that's but i haven't thought about that stuff i hadn't either
1: (laughs) i mean we had there was a situation that we had for anyone who has done play production in high school one act especially at smaller schools a lot of times to get changed for your performance there might only be one locker room available and the one locker room, I remember this exact, exact instance, we were at Osceola. The only way to access that locker room was to go by the stage. So once you were in there, you could not leave until that play performance was over. So we found ourselves, myself and five of my buddies. We are all guys. That is how we identify. And there were several girls in there from a different school. Well, they needed to get changed for their upcoming performance. We needed to get changed out of our stuff. Open communication in there. We cornered off different parts of that locker room. And if people weren't changing, they were holding up big towels that we had right. or sheets that we could find. Hey. It, it, it was communication, yep. I, and and that obviously is a very different instance in, in where everyone in there identified as just boy or girl. And it adds a whole nother layer when you do get to somebody who is transitioning um, yep. or anything else that, that they're, they're going through their identity.
3: The discussions are not complete yet.
1: And, and I don't think they will be for a very long time. That's right.
3: Number four. Nebraska has become the 16th state to give lottery players a chance to play their favorite games no matter where they are. Jack, uh, Jack Pocket is a new app that is now launched in Nebraska and allows people to play Powerball, Mega Millions, Lucky for Life, Pick 3 and Pick 5 on their mobile phone, tablet, or computer. It's actually a lottery courier service. Uh, Jackpocket purchases lottery tickets on behalf of its customers from official retailers. And then Jackpocket's secure platform allows players to place ticket orders, view an image of their ticket, and get notified immediately if they win.
9: Hmm.
1: Okay. <laughs> now okay. I know where you're
2: going with this. So. <laughs> sure.
1: So. And this has always been the thing. This has always been the case where you talked about the games of skill or the games of chance and why Nebraska didn't have gambling before with casino gambling and now sports betting as of 3 o'clock this afternoon when it opens at the Warhorse. And the fact that sports wagering will not be legally allowed in Nebraska, despite the workarounds you might have with like a fan duel, will not be legally allowed on your phone. You have to do it in person. But, if I'm, if I'm hearing this correctly, Mark, you'll be able to purchase lottery tickets from your phone.
3: Uh, n- no, you place an order and someone else purchased the, the tickets. So it's like a bookie. Uh, <laughs> I mean, really? Well, it's sort of like, uh, um, you know, um, maybe Uber Eats, uh, where they buy the food from a restaurant. Do they
1: deliver your tickets?
3: Uh, well, they do it through the ticket app.
1: Wait, so, so I put in, like, I do a $2 order for a lottery ticket. Sure. And then someone act, physically goes to the gas station and buys it. That's my understanding, and yes. And tells me, like, it's, sends me a picture of it?
3: Yes. And then monitors the numbers, and then will tell you if you win. I would imagine they would have to get you the actual ticket then for you to collect.
1: Yeah. Is this... Was this a need? Was this something people were asking for?
3: Well, I don't know, but you know, entrepreneurs uh, can find out can find ways to offer services. Uh, I just can't believe that there isn't going to be some type of fee for doing this.
1: It's and it's the sixteenth state to do this, so it's working other places. I have less than zero interest in this. This is me too. Well, less hey. than zero interest in making that the way that I because I, I I know I'm most likely not going to play the lottery until it gets over five hundred million dollars, which is getting close. Right? Now. Yeah, it is. I started to see it, it was over. It was what over three hundred?
2: Over four hundred? Four hundred? But you can sign up, Caleb, because if you get the app. And sign up, you can get a two dollar free lottery ticket just for doing that.
1: All right, well there you I'll, go. I'll sign up, let it play, and then shut it down. A <laughs> yeah,
2: Powerball
3: Saturday is full estimated jackpot four twenty seven.
1: All right, well let me I guess sign up for that one for Saturday.
3: <laughs> Number three. Speaking of uh, gambling and receipts, we uh, we followed the the monthly reports of gaming receipts to the state, to the county, and all of that. And but for the second month in a row, May. Uh, gaming receipts are actually down 7.4% statewide here in uh, the Warhorse casino though only down 2.1% or about just under $18,000 still the county and the state received over $103,800 but two declines in a row from the, the initial ones and of course it's just the Bonner Park which is the what Grand Island That's the
1: Grand Island one yeah and,
3: and then uh, Warhorse but now, uh, the reason I've been following this is to, to see what kind of a trend there is. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Did now, they give a reasoning for why?
3: No, they just report the receipts. Yep. And, I... and, and so, well, what, I, what we're interested in watching here is when they add in the sports betting now, mm-hmm. yep. that'll start this month. We'll see whether June starts to tick up, although it's very short but what we see in July and going forward.
1: I'm also interested to see what any of those receipts look like when the facilities are fully up and operational and not just kind of what they have for the temporary facilities.
3: Or when additional casinos open.
1: Correct. Yep. When when you've got them in, in a number of other locations across the state as opposed to it being like, well, Lincoln was just the one for a while.
3: Correct. So we'll see where it Number goes. two, University of Nebraska Board of Regents poised to approve a next chancellor for the university uh, in Lincoln, and it looks like they're going to offer a 37% pay increase from what Ronnie Green was giving. Uh, of course, uh, this is another Nebraska examiner reporting. They're meeting to, uh, today, and it was uh, amended yesterday, and they're going to recommend uh, Dr. Rodney Bennett as the chancellor base salary, $720,000.
1: That's about $200,000 more than what Ronnie Green was making.
3: As far as a base salary. As
1: far as a base salary, yes. So, when you look at that, on top of, as we've been talking about, budget cuts within the university system, that you need to cover up with tuition increases, on top of, guess what else they're discussing today? Removing duties from this chancellor... This position, not him as a person, but from the position, because that's how I viewed that in placing the athletics that purview under Ted Carter as the NU system president. Less duties, less stress, more pay, and charge everyone else to make up for it. <laughs> that's what I'm seeing. That's, a, that's what it looks but, like.
3: But you also have to look at what the marketplace is and and uh, what it takes to hire somebody of a high caliber. Well, definitely I'm, I'm not no, no, disagreeing yeah. with you
1: no I know what you mean because I know that comes up when we talk um like uh school superintendent's dollars right. of what it takes I mean, to get the really good ones
3: and, there can you can you just can anybody here including Chris Lofgren who's up next can anybody <laughs> try to d- to define or even estimate what it would cost to replace me in the morning oh my God that's priceless
1: <laughs> the limit does yeah. not exist
3: yeah
0: <laughs> number one
3: ah. speaking of uh Chris lofgren uh he was out and got a first-hand view of that overturned semi truck 70th and 0 yesterday. That was nuts. And oftentimes I check uh, the city cameras to see what's going on at intersections.
4: Not very often is the camera oriented in the right direction to see what's going on. But this one you could see. And when you looked at it, you go, how did a semi land straight in the lane of traffic on the outside lane and not block the intersection and not block the next lane over it was just laying on its side hmm. it was the weirdest looking thing
1: so you had that you had another uh accident in that same area and then as we talked about this morning the scanner had there was the motorcycle in on pinnacle bank drive on, on arena drive over there the exceeding speeds of 80 miles an hour yeah where it hit a tree
4: and I was I heard you guys talking about that earlier hitting the tree I'm thinking it was a pretty young tree yeah. I'm thinking that wasn't that wasn't the biggest obstacle there's a lot
3: of other things he could have hit mm-hmm. and stuff so he he got lucky uh, but, there but being pro- uh, propelled off a bike at 100 miles an yeah. hour is <laughs> There's no. going to be some road rash there. <laughs> yeah. There
1: is. That'll leave a mark. All right. Thank you, Chris. You bet. That's your morning drive brought to you by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management. Grow Lincoln and Greg Sharp all coming up next hour. This is
5: K. Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. When you're waiting on a tax return, hopefully it ends up in your hands.
0: Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN.
2: Well, we're rolling into the final hour this morning with Caleb, myself, Doug Fitzgerald, and we've got the Grow Lincoln team in, Robin Eshelman, Dave Albers. Rolling in and uh, ready to talk some uh, some business news right so how are you guys doing besides that Dave we were talking earlier did
7: you have you had a chance lately to go to the college World Series I unfortunately have not been able to go to the college World Series uh, due to the baseball schedule that I'm keeping yeah, yeah you got a lot of stuff going on yeah but uh but i'm I'm watching what's what's happening and uh, uh, sometimes watch uh, reruns uh at night yeah and you're rooting for a little
2: little bit for lsu i am rooting
7: a little, little connection there for, yeah we uh have uh one of our players that's committed to lsu a norris player uh kale fountain and uh so we're kind of we're rooting for we're rooting for lsu yeah well, I am. I can say that, and I just think most of the other people uh, associated with the team are. They too. had a good game last night. They pulled yeah, pulled out. So, yeah, we'll see what happens to tonight. And unfortunately, once again, I was at a baseball game, so I I missed the bulk <laughs> of it. So, Robin, how you doing?
8: Pretty good. All right. One the it's that time of the year where you're. Human soggy by eight o'clock in the morning just <laughs> driving it so it was the
2: longest day yesterday right and then we're short yeah. we're shorter by what four seconds caleb i think four is that what more seconds four seconds today so you're losing a little bit of time oh so.
8: boy well i like i i like this time of the year it's my favorite time yeah. of the year and i'm a outdoor gardening biking kind yeah. of person so i love this
1: yeah you're you're literally grow lincoln
8: <laughs> come, come to think of it you are correct Rimshot, yeah
2: all right well let's dig into some retail and restaurant news i think that's where we're starting things out
7: yeah we're going to start out uh out at south point uh there was a building permit for a new love shack uh furniture love wow sack. sack i said shack didn't i <laughs> i meant sack wow did <laughs>
1: not started by the b-52s right? that's exactly
7: I, that I, I unfortunately when i see this it makes me think of that song and yeah. i just uh inadvertently said that uh during they're, they're a new furniture store uh have sectional uh sofas also these kind of beanbag type of look furniture uh but they're going in at south point mall $289,000 building permit. Wow.
8: 298000 See? <laughs> See?
7: Robin, remember about what it, was it? About four or five months ago I did this? I everything i said i was backwards <laughs>
8: they and are joining it's the four seconds they are the joining amish furniture out there so yeah. kind of good to see south point getting into the home furnishings That'll that should bring a little bit more of a mix of people
2: and i've seen those little beanbag things they're like uh, i think they're couching them like uh, dog beds for humans they're hu- pretty cool they're, yeah, they're huge. huge yeah they're yeah. Really big
8: big fluffy yeah. yeah
2: all right uh backyard burger
8: um, Something going in there. Lo Spaulding. She is a frequent detective for us. Well, she really is. Yes. yes. I think we're to the point where we can just ask her the questions and she'll <laughs> go out and get a picture. Um, she heard that the old backyard burger at 84th and Nebraska Parkway um, is going to be a sports bar and asked if we knew anything about it. And sure enough, about a day later, Our fan, Brad Hillhouse, confirmed this and sent us a picture. Um, There was an announcement from Columbus-based Sharp Elbows on the Table, LLC, doing business as Big Ten Sports Bar and Grill. Um, They are coming in late summer or whenever their liquor license is approved. Is
2: that going to be the name?
8: Uh, the saying? name is going to be big 10 sports bar and okay. grill but their company corporation name is sharp elbows on tables which yeah. i thought was fun
2: yeah i mean but if my I was grandma come- always said get your
1: elbows off the table so.
8: well if i was going to come up with a corporate name that would be a fun yeah. one yeah,
1: yeah your grandma also probably didn't start a sports bar
7: no she didn't
8: <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure yeah. my grandma didn't either right here yeah
7: well you can see a lot of work going on in, uh with that building though uh they've got you know, the repainting parts of it and they're uh, got roll off dumpsters out there and whatnot. So,
8: your office is around the corner, not so very you far from there. Now so, I get have to see it. More food in your zone right. of work.
7: You can yeah. come back and report how it is. I will have to go in there and uh, give it a try. There you go.
8: How is that taco in coming along? Have they broken ground for that?
7: Uh, they have not, but I did see that there were some construction. Uh, trailer's there, and so I'm guessing they're getting close.
8: Okay, well, we're probably about a year away from tacos.
7: Well, Gateway Mall, we've got a lot of good things
2: going on there, some good changes and some Yeah,
8: two reports this week, Lori and Allison both reporting that David's Bridal is closing.
7: Yeah, I... They've been there for a while. A long yeah, time. they've
8: been in bankruptcy. Yeah, um, on a national—that's a national chain. Um, thanks to Allison, by the way, for a picture. We posted your picture on the on the Girl Lincoln Facebook page. Um, also, a little tidbit: watch for a new dress shop coming to Gateway at the first of the year, and that dress shop is going to play in the in the wedding dress space. So, take- so that might help some of that loss.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we hate, I hate seeing businesses go out, but then new ones coming. There's always in, so that's something always a good new. Thing. Yep. Yep. So what is going on at um, this is off your list here? Um, about fifty six and O Street, that new building going
7: up. That, Do you know what that is? That is, uh, Discount Tire is going in. Okay, there, a tire store. Good. Yeah, we we got we've been asked that question a couple of times. Uh, because guy, you, know, you can kind of almost tell now that I say it, if you look at the building it it looks a little bit like it would be a tire store
8: it's big,
7: but yeah. it's big and and it has some height uh, associated with it, but you can see how it's going yeah w- w- where the doors will be on the you know front side of it facing fifty sixth
2: and they're taking a lot of, uh, they've taken a lot of time to redevelop that. So it's good. It's yeah. good to see all the re- new redevelopment down O Street. Yeah. It's making it and look really nice. And and
8: that kind of takes a little bit of courage as a landlord to knock your own office building down <laughs> in, yeah. in the hopes yeah. that if you do that, you can get some new retail. But, yeah, it's working out for them.
2: It's five sixteen. We're talking with Robin and Dave from Grow Lincoln.
1: Five um, sixteen on, on what coast? Is it five sixteen? Did right. I say that? Yeah. yeah.
2: It's eight. It's so Dave. You're rubbing off right. on me. Right. Yep, I, was <laughs> I was the say... four seconds. <laughs> it's the four
1: <laughs> seconds. It's it's out, the... out in the Pacific Ocean. See,
7: <laughs> I was not Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say Thanks, anything. Dave. I was going to be nice <laughs> and just stand here and smile and go. See, well, getting up at three a hours. I know. <laughs> eight. I I was waiting for Robin to correct you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're all looking at me. All right, eight seventeen. How there about that? Go. Is that there better? All yeah. right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's move on because I need to get off the mic here. Um, <laughs> corporate news. <laughs> we got a lot of things happening there. Um, Lots of money being spent too. And
8: this is right across from this uh, tire phenomenon that's under construction. Emeritus Home Office doing an interior office remodel, two hundred fifty thousand dollars, which we we have not, for very obvious reasons, seen big remodeling projects from Emeritus recently. No. I wonder if maybe they have more employees back to work in the building you,
7: it, it kind of makes you think about that a little bit doesn't yeah, it i mean yeah. that is a business that lends itself to you know working, w- from, working home, from home and they
8: had a lot of that going on and so it looks like they're you know getting back at it here
7: and uh we, we're gonna jump out why don't we jump out to andermatt the sam's club out there yeah I, I saw this building permit and it was for to replace and remove Heating, ventilation, and air conditioning, along with refrigeration equipment, at Sam's Club, and it showed up as six million dollars. And I'm I'm just going. I thought it was a typo, possibly, but then I start thinking, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, refrigeration and uh, HVAC work in those buildings. I thought it, you know, it was maybe six. Sam's Club? Yeah, four Sam's Club out on uh, yeah. 84th and Nebraska Parkway. Oh, Highway two, yep. I, I I'm still going to have a hard time uh, <laughs> changing to that. But
8: well, it takes it. a lot of refrigeration for well, those frozen chicken tenders. Well, and
7: they have yeah. those big cold rooms that right. you just walk into, right? Yeah, and, but I still just thought, woof, that, that's a lot of money. That's speaking of showed. cold,
2: speaking of cold, I don't, what is cold storage warehouse?
7: Well, you know, I would, I just got a clarification on that, and it is not going to be a cold storage warehouse. It's All right, going scratch to, that. Yeah. Yeah, this is out uh, on, kind of by Northwest 12th, uh, uh, 1130 Kingbird Lane. It's going to end up being... Uh, Can
8: we explain what it is? Oh,
7: it being a warehouse. <laughs> Excuse um, me. We had, Thank a, you. we
8: had a Facebook fan.
7: And they Her will... name
8: is Jan Zirat, and she asked a question. Do you know what is being built on Northwest 12th Street, east of the food bank? So this is a question from somebody up near the airport, right. wanting to know about a building, which what you're saying is you thought that was going to be a cold storage warehouse,
7: <laughs> right? I'm, I'm I'm laughing because it's just one of those days <laughs> I, i'm just missing everything here i thought it was uh, i'm rooting for you my, dave thank you you keep moving thank on thank you i'm rooting for you i believe so it, yeah. uh just prior to getting uh on the air i uh, texted the owner of the property and he let me know that it is not going to be cold storage it's going to be fifty-four thousand uh square foot flex space uh with four truck docks uh on it that flex space for people who don't know what what we're talking about when we say that that can kind of be lots of different things uh anywhere from industrial to office uh to even potentially retail in that location not likely to be uh retail but could could be office and or warehouse or manufacturing type of space
8: but apparently that that building permit was incorrect because it said yeah. cold storage, and so that's why you yeah. you had yeah. thought. But it was a lot of money two point yeah. two million.
2: Yeah, lots of cash. All right, let's move on to some medical medical news.
8: Yeah, how are we doing for time here? We're doing pretty good. Okay, We've got a couple more uh, minutes here. Bryan Hospital is going to demo some office space and create a new clinic at twenty nine twenty South. 84th street
7: that's the 84th and van dorn area where where they have their new facility
8: yeah van dorn they bought the insurance building
7: former insurance across
8: from that little shopping center 84th and van dorn yeah so, yeah, a little bit of remodeling going on there of Bryan Hospital. And there, there again, um, we used to see constant building permits from Bryan Hospital. That really slowed down. They had their hands pretty full the last few years. Yeah. So now they seem, seem like they're back out at it swinging hammers at Bryan Hospital. Yeah.
2: And then news for nonprofit, Literacy Center.
8: Lincoln Literacy Center is, has, I think they are gone. They have moved from their 9th Street um locations well they were there for a long time, they were there for several years, yeah, they bought the former state title building, which sat on the corner of what Lincoln Mall and like well, I don't know tenth Street 10th street, tenth street, yeah,
7: little pass so a
8: nice pass. new building for them Very and a nice. good location. Yeah. They serve a lot of immigrants from around hmm. the community that come in and try to brush up on reading skills. That's a huge volunteer service for them,
2: yeah. Well, before we dig into your weekend show and get a little taste of what's going to be happening, is there anything else you want to you want to share in regards to what's going on around, around the city?
8: Uh, well, we want to tell you thank you for coming huh? into our show. This would have been what, Dave? Two weeks ago, three weeks? Hey, ago? don't
7: ask me. Uh, <laughs> well, because... that's true. I forget
8: you, Dave. <laughs> that's all i me mean here. Poor Dave. We've just... lost Dave. <laughs> but yeah, thank. Doug came on our show. We've we've had this running theme, which we just kind of concluded, and so you can go. Um, to the website on KLine and pick up some past podcasts. But you joined us on one of our themes, which was bringing humanity and grace into yeah. the workplace and addressing problems that employees maybe don't want to talk about. Right. And you had some rather enlightening information about some of the biggest things that are troubling employees. And since then, we've had more guests. Um, had a particularly moving um, story this past week. One of our guests is a cancer survivor, and mm, he talked okay. about the lengths to which his employee went to make life easier for him. It was really an incredible story. Was he
2: a business owner?
8: Um, this was yeah. the editor of the Journal Star. Okay, and yeah. he's worked for them for thirty years, and they've and he's yeah. had the cancer for most of this time. Wow. Yeah. It's- yeah. So. That's a great it, podcast to pick it, up and listen. It live. was
7: a real it was a good uh, story. Uh, that he had to tell. Well, check out that. Those are all on the podcast. Yeah, all on the so KLN the website. website.
8: Go to Gorilla Lincoln. Look for that theme and the little titles about humanity yep. and, and employees. Um, this Saturday noon on our hour-long show, we have Jeff Mullen from the CVB. We're going to ask him lightning round questions. What to do when your family comes to visit in Lincoln? What places in Lincoln can you take your pets that nice. are pet-friendly? Um, Eric Thompson will be in from UNL bureau of business research as we heard this morning nebraskans polled say that our economy is predicted to be good but there is one troubling statistic. so we're going to find out from him what that is and then jose salgado from les will be in midtown lincoln watch out you're going to have above ground power lines relocated underground that's going to be quite a project and so les is going to come in they're going to tell us where that is and when
2: awesome well, thank you guys for coming in, Dave. You did all right. You finished. You finished wow. strong, man.
7: You finished you strong. You would think uh, uh, all the time I've been doing this, I'd be. A little bit sharper. Put uh, that on
1: your business website. Dave Albers, <laughs> did all right.
2: <laughs> did okay. Well, uh, Girl Lincoln, uh, Saturdays at 12 noon. Yes. Check it out right after One Shot, One live. So thanks for coming in. Appreciate thanks it. Guys. Thank you. <laughs> all right, we got sports. Check in with Caleb in just a couple of minutes. And then uh, Greg Sharp's going to be uh, on the air. I'm going to chat with him a little bit. It is 5- 825. See, I almost said 525. <laughs> it's 825. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1400 and 99.3 KLIN. Getting
5: the
0: Find someone who makes you as happy as this guy does when he says... Touchdown, Nebraska! It's time to go one-on-one with the voice of the Huskers, Greg Shaw. Brought to you by Bryant Air Conditioning, Heating, Electrical, and Plumbing.
1: Jack Mitchell's on vacation, but Caleb Henry, Doug Fitzgerald in studio. And no, it's not just the time of year that you hear or read a lot of writers trying to promulgate what's going to happen in the fall or the next school year no news is still happening at all times with nebraska athletics even late into june and greg sharp it just feels like week after week it almost feels like we're still in season with everything
4: been busy june a lot of stuff has popped and you know this week was the geordie ball week right mm-hmm. i mean her, her having a press conference and just you know an earth-shattering move and uh, there, there's just no other transfer in college sports that uh, has created the waves that Jordy Ball has created coming home and, and playing for the Huskers next year. And now Nebraska having to try to find some additional seating <laughs> to put into place at Bullen Stadium for next year's games. And yeah, that that was huge. We always know June's busy with camps and you're particularly the football side. You're getting a lot of commitments to, to your class because you know, the coaches take a break and you hit a dead period at the end of this month. So you, that's always been there. And it, that's going on right now. But, yeah, the Geordie Ball news and the transfer portal certainly does kick things up. And I do have to say, Caleb, I, I really love the College World Series. Went up to a game last Friday. I think the games up there have been outstanding. I yeah. don't remember a better CWS. And so that's that's been fun. I did say this last night on Sports Nightly. Once that CWS ends here in the next couple of days, we kind of hit the abyss,
1: right? Mm-hmm. I mean,
4: for sports fans, <laughs> You got Major League Baseball. You have, you know, some golf tournaments. You have Wimbledon for tennis fans. But boy, from from about the end of June to when preseason football begins, to so the NFL gets pretty quiet.
1: Yeah, I'd realized that that we were going to kind of get to a, a real slowdown in sports. And the the big part of it is that as as we've talked about on this morning show and what a lot of people know with the the war horse and sports betting. I was just looking at oh, what's even available, and then I went oh. There's the uh-huh. NBA draft tonight. There's the College World Series, and then for a lot of people, their interest goes to when's when does Nebraska play Minnesota? When 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 does the volleyball season start? It, it is a it, and like you said, there are people that are interested in some of the golf, some of the some major league baseball if they're not a Royals fan or uh, or anything going on with with tennis. But man, it it's really going to slow down, not to the level of 2020 in the summer but but definitely a slowdown for what we've been used to week after week of everything going on.
4: That's why people get so excited for media days. I mean, we get through the <laughs> 4th of July and you know you start having you know the SEC usually is the first one to roll out their media days. The Big Tens is at the end of the month of July, but you're so excited to get to that space because you're at least talking college football and you're starting to think about mm. teams' schedules and what do their rosters look like and who's got an advantage with the crossover games, but you know we're still six weeks away from the Big Ten media day, so we've got we got a time to go. So I'm, I'm savoring the CWS because <laughs> I really enjoyed watching those games.
1: What what is it about? And obviously we get that here in the state, so we feel a little bit closer to it. But but Nebraskans in general, that baseball hasn't been there in in what it's been about twenty years. But for the Huskers, it's always that if they could get there, how insane would that environment look like now? With with this new ballpark and seeing those teams and how good the games have been this year, it just feels like the games have been really good and the crowds have been really good. But just that, what if the Huskers were there?
4: Yeah, Nebraska is not oh, the '05 was the last appearance, mm-hmm. and that was still at Rosenblatt. So they've not played a CWS game at at Charles Schwab or the Chuck, as everybody's calling it. <laughs> so yeah, it would be it would be completely insane. And you know it. You see a fan base like LSU, who's, I think, an Omaha favorite because they, they just have been coming for decades. And when they get there, that's kind of, it ratchets up the, the intensity and, and they win the Jello Shot Challenge every year <laughs> if they're here. Uh, but yeah, it would be, it would be off the charts if Nebraska could get back to it. And, you know, at, at some point you feel like you're a long ways away and then some other points you don't feel like you're so far away because you, know, you look like at a team like TCU, uh, um, K-, K State beat TCU like, Four out of five games, and 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 here's TCU, the College World Series, and, and the one time Nebraska matched up with with K State, they beat him this year. So you, you know you're you feel like you're far away, but maybe maybe you're not quite that as far away as you think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and, and right now we are nine days away from Rob Childress, who's already having an impact on recruiting, on, on flipping some guys, on him being back to his full time position. Because am, am I right on that? It's got to be July first, yeah. when they can slide that third full time assistant in.
4: Do you follow, I'm sure some of the audience does, follows Lance Harvell on social media. yeah. Yep. tweets out the GIF when they get a commit. My goodness, he was like hitting the refresh button last <laughs> time like five times. So something big was going down yesterday. They they were adding a lot of different guys. You know, uh, we had Rob on Sports Nightly, and I think I said this to Jack last week. Rob mentioned that there are over 4,000 kids in the baseball mm-hmm. transfer portal. Yeah. Now that's just that's insane. That, yeah. That's really, uh, <laughs> that just seems kind of un... Un- unhealthy really I mean 4,000 kids wanting to go play for somebody else I, I just that that bothers me that is to that degree but you can really remake your roster your roster doing that now not a lot of Huskers from this past year left the team a couple guys did that just didn't play really at all but yeah 4,000 I mean so there's a lot to pick from and I know Nebraska feels like they've got to shore up some areas and According to Lance Harvell, they were doing a pretty good job yesterday.
1: Yeah, and the thing about the transfer portal for for people that, that don't know on the scholarship side of it, for baseball, compared to when we hear the transfer portal for a football or a basketball, a lot of those guys in there are, if they are getting scholarship money, it might only cover one or two classes anyway. Cause they're, yep. Because they' because just, just the way the scholarship numbers work out where you're not getting a full ride just because you are you're getting a scholarship to that team. I did track and field in college I know what it's like you start balancing those academic scholarships saying how much can stuff really add up to so I think the, those numbers get it even looks more ridiculous when you add into the fact that those guys aren't looking for places where they're going to be on full rides either.
4: Not one Husker baseball player has got a full ride. Mm-hmm. You might have a half scholarship, uh, but then you can you try to find some academic areas. And now Caleb, and this applies to all sports. Now you're mixing in NIL money. Yeah, and so you get some athletes to go. You know what? We don't have any scholarship money for you, but we can get you some NIL money. Mm-hmm. And so they'll go. Well, I'll take that. And so they come. They're not on scholarship. They're being compensated through NIL. And that's how you get them on your roster. I think, you know, I think that's probably happened to a couple of football players as well, at Nebraska, but that's a kind of an added prong to what we've all become accustomed to. And it, it helps sports like baseball. And even if it, if it could trickle down to track, I don't think it really has too much <laughs> yet, but it would help track too, because then they could go get some guys and say, yeah, hey, we can't get you on scholarship, but we can get you $8,000 of NIL money to mm-hmm. kind of help offset your bills.
1: Man, all I wanted to do was just to put my name on the advertisement to do a camp in the summer. And we couldn't. We couldn't do that a decade ago, right? We couldn't put Isn't our actually put our name on there. And even though it was a camp, everyone knew we were going to be working at.
4: Isn't that something? And that's and they've changed. They have changed some of those rules, and, mm-hmm. and guys now can work camps. Used to be you could work somebody else's camp and maybe get compensated. but You couldn't do your own school, mm-hmm. and that just was ridiculous. But they have loosened that up a little bit. And So, you know, there have been some good things done by the, I always bash on the NCAA, but there have been some good things done by the NCAA to try to, to, to make it a little bit easier on some of these athletes. Because so many students, because, you, you know, you don't want an athlete getting some benefit that a normal student couldn't get. Mm-hmm. Well, normal students can go get a part-time job yeah. and go to school. A, a, a Division one athlete, they don't have the chance to do that because there are demands on their time for workouts and doing those type of things. Supersede the ability to go work a thirty-hour part-time job in the
1: summer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I was I was fortunate where I was at that I could work some intramurals, and and then I was an intramural supervisor. So yeah. the, the way the practice schedule and the class schedule worked out, I just go hang out at flag football. They'll pay me for a couple of hours. Not everyone, especially and that that was a uh, in the Ohio Valley Conference. Not somebody in the Big Ten are they going to be able to find that kind of a time? uh to do even something 10 hours a week with that because of how those schedules work so it's it's that NIL money the what is it the it's like the cost of attendance it's like $10,000 yep. and then the academic success money as well so they're making up a lot of that now
4: they are and you know the Trev Alberts has been a really big about i think it's 5890 mm-hmm. 5890 bucks each yeah. athlete gets but that's kind of the cost of attendance and that's that's certainly helped. That's that's money in kids' pockets so that they can order a pizza on a Tuesday night. You know, it doesn't you know, they, they don't have to scrape the barrel or look for pennies around. <laughs> Does anybody even have pennies anymore? But they don't have to scrape the barrel, <laughs> and try to find some money to go get some so a late night pizza. Like all of us who went to college probably did dozens of times. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice avenue. It's a nice way to do it. And I'm glad we've gotten to that point.
1: Hey, Greg, talking about the, this being Geordie Ball week, back to that, and Ronda Ravel had said that it's a good problem to have and that they are looking at adding some bleachers in there because the capacity of Bolin is 2,500 and the wait list exceeds the capacity right now on, uh, for those season ticket holders. Do you have any idea maybe what some of that might look like or what capacity we may be able to get to for Bolin for 2024?
4: Yeah, I have not heard a number. I know that they could put some, they could get some elevated seating, bleacher wise, out beyond the outfield wall and left field. They can add some bleacher seating down both lines. That there's some area to do that. I think they could easily add a thousand seats in there mm-hmm. uh, to to bulk up the attendance. Softball this past year, I think had 17 home games, uh, and then they had one or two that they didn't play because of bad weather. So you know, you're not talking about a lot of extra games, but yeah, you want to try to squeeze everybody in as you can, and there's also areas, Caleb, and I think you've been out there some games, where you can stand. I mean, there's yep. a lot of standing-room-only areas, so you could sell some SOR tickets to people to just jam them in there so that they can view and get a get a look at one of the best players in the country.
1: Hey, as long as I can see as much as possible from the playground area while my daughter plays, sure. I, I am all set up there. That's what I that's what I love about the, uh, the baseball field right across from there is that I can still see the whole game while she's running up and down the slide.
4: Yeah. What you've got to be careful there is if you've got a smaller child, the bigger kids tend to kind of run rough. Shot. you
2: know, <laughs> shove
0: people
4: at the slides and all that. You, know, yeah. you turn your head and all of a sudden your your daughter or your young son could be skinned knees <laughs> and you're like, oh, what happened? Oh, Johnny, the 10-year-old pushed her down to get, a, get up the slide quicker.
1: Hey, we've got, as you think about, the athletes across the country and what they can draw and, and obviously the the real big leader in women's athletics, especially through the winter and into March Madness, was Caitlin Clark and what, what she does to attendances both at home and on the road. But they're not trying to expand their basketball arena. They're finding creative ways to go play some other places. Is there – like what sport would this, other than softball, for, for a stadium that's not all the way around – are you getting an athlete transferring in that completely changes the dynamic of what your attendance is going to look like in an upcoming season?
4: Yeah, great point. I don't know that you could have that. And, you know, most basketball arenas, like for Iowa, they see, and Carver Hawkeyes seats 14,000, 15,000. I don't think Iowa had a sellout during the regular season. I think they did when they hosted mm-hmm. the NCAA That's right. regionals. Now, they may this year sell that out with her, but yeah, softball, because most softball facilities are, you know, 2,500, one of the bigger ones probably around the country. That the <laughs> Huskers have currently. So, yeah, it's, and even Oklahoma's, I don't I don't know the attendance of Oklahoma's, but I don't think it's that great. And, you know, they, they've been so good. They've been the dominant team in the country for the last decade. Uh, I think they are in plans to build a new one. But, yeah, because of the size of that, and, and, you know, some places don't play very big arenas for volleyball. We do here, obviously, with the Bayonet Center, which is 8,000 and, now you're hearing some talk that maybe maybe Husker volleyball needs to move permanently to PBA.
0: Yeah, and
4: as you know, and anybody who's been around Lincoln, the toughest ticket to always get here is a volleyball ticket. You just can't find them, and so it, mm-hmm. you know you'd like to maybe try to maybe even expand that. But I don't think John Cook would would even entertain maybe making another move in his career as a coach to another arena.
1: So the Oklahoma softball stadium. It, they have a current project that's going on. It will eventually accommodate seating for three thousand, and yeah. it's being designed to allow for expansion. If if the if a round number for Nebraska this next year allows for a thousand extra people to be in there beyond the twenty five hundred capacity, and most likely a couple of those will at least get close to a sellout. Over three thousand people at Bullen Stadium. You're looking at a top five program nationally for that yeah. kind of attendance.
4: Yeah, that's what I said. I, I, know, I, mean, I think Oklahoma's current facility, do you have the list of that? It's, um, I think the, it's below... T- yeah,
1: so the, the current stadium uh, from on here, the Sooner Club has this, has seating capacity of just under 1,400.
0: Okay, yeah, and so tem- Poland's
4: bigger. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah, and temporary seating um, can increase that capacity to about 1,900.
4: Isn't that remarkable? And wow. that just speaks to Husker Nation and the passion that this fan base has, and how beautiful Bullen Stadium is in its current state, but yeah, you're going to try to you want to try to capitalize on Jordy and the the buzz around the program right now to try to get as many seats in there as you possibly can.
1: And we'll reiterate that this this was already a team. Nate Rohr um, of course, following him, he he knows this better than any of us. This was a team not coming back that was that was empty of talent. This was a team oh, coming no. back that yeah. was all, probably already going to be favored for the Big Ten, and then you add a, you add a talent like this, and it just takes that ceiling a little bit higher for you, Greg. And I know Jessica Cootie got to sit down with with Jordy Ball. What what are just those first impressions of hearing her outside of just when she first announced that commitment?
4: Well, I think she's a very humble person. She doesn't really like the spotlight to be on her. She plays in a team sport. She believes in the team sport uh, atmosphere. And I think she doesn't want it to be just about her. She wants to be around, uh, you know, uh, former players. So many of the girls, I think it's Nebraska Gold, Caleb, is the name of the the travel Mm -hmm. team for softball in the state. Jordy was on that. So were the Andrews sisters who were on the current team. So was Courtney Wallace. So she knows I and mean, most of, most of the really good players on the Nebraska softball team from the state played on that travel ah. team, so she knows who they are and has played with them in the past. I think that was important to her to come back and be around familiar people to who she's been around and played with in the high school ranks. So, uh, I, you know, I think that was part of it. At a press conference, it was fascinating to hear her the other day say that you know she finished her freshman year and she just never felt comfortable and kind of had a little homesickness, hoping that it would go away the sophomore year, and she said it really didn't. She said nothing against the girls I play with down there or anybody at Oklahoma, but she said it just didn't feel right deep down for me to be down here, and I wanted to get back closer to home, and I think that's what pulled her back to Lincoln.
1: Switching gears real quick before I let you go. Nebraska men's basketball, two players um, on those rosters for their teams in a, a couple different competitions. We just found out yesterday, rink Rinkmast with the Netherlands and Kasei Tomonaga earlier this week with Japan. How how big can that be for going into a, a Hoiberg year where there's going to be a little bit of expectation?
4: It's great for both those guys, and it's there's nothing better than to be able to represent your country my one apprehension, and I'm being nitpicky here, is I'd <laughs> like those guys to be working together all mm-hmm. summer, uh, working toward the Husker team that we'll see in the, on the court in November. Now neither one of those, the Husker team, Caleb, is taking a foreign trip at the end of July and August. Well, neither one, neither k or Rank will be on that trip now because they're going to be competing for their own national team. And Coach Wilberg's not going to get in their way to do that. Selfishly, though, I would love for those guys to be a part of the current team, hanging out in Europe, getting to know each other, bonding a little bit, working on their game, working on the you know those little eye contacts that you make on a court to, to indicate you want to pass a certain place. I think we miss out on that a little bit. But again, huge honor for both of those guys to be asked by their country to take part in in a team in a team to represent their land.
1: That's such a good point, and especially when we we just saw what that looks like for volleyball as they went down and got the whole team together right. for Brazil.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's a, again, I'm nitpicking a little bit, but also just selfishly from a Husker standpoint, I wish they were going to be with the team for those two weeks in Europe. And I don't think Jawan Gary is going to be ready to play yet. Mm. So Fred's going to have kind of a skinny bench for that trip to to europe and so maybe don't put a whole lot of stock into that because you don't have, you won't have KSA, you won't have rank and i don't think you'll have plan on that trip
1: hey it's it's late june greg this is time for us to nitpick all right <laughs> exactly <laughs> isn't that what husker fans do at all times <laughs> whenever possible that's greg sharp voice of the huskers hey you're you're going to be off for a little bit enjoy some vacation and, and we'll get you back on sometime in july
4: Sounds good.
0: Thanks,
1: Caleb. All right, there you go. We'll wrap up LNK Today with Jack and Friends next on KLIN.
0: You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN.
1: That'll do it for a Thursday. Thanks to those that called in on a ticket Thursday. Thanks to the Grow Lincoln team, Dave Albers and uh, Robin Ashelman, and, of course, Greg Sharp, voice of the Huskers, for joining me here. Get those requests in. Request line Friday tomorrow. We want those summer songs that bring back the memories. Text them in, 402-479-1400 a full request line Friday. Can't wait to get to it. Doug, see you tomorrow? See you tomorrow. See you all tomorrow here on LNK Today.